You're listening to the Effortless Life Podcast, Episode 6. Did you know the words you speak not only describe the world around you, they create the world around you. Now, I'll tell you what I mean by this in just a second, and I'm going to give you three of the words you need to stop saying right now. So stay tuned. Globally ranked among the top shows in business and education, we're changing the way entrepreneurs work by changing the way they think about work. If you're ready to run your business like a real CEO, instead of your business running you, you're in the right place. You don't have to work as hard as you think you do to create the influence, income, and impact you deserve. It's time for a new way to do business. This is the Effortless Life Podcast. Here's your host, Courtney Elmer. Hey, hey, you guys. Okay, so we have got a mega important topic that we are diving into here today. So let's get right into it. I don't want to waste any time. Tell me, if you and I were having a conversation and I told you something like, oh my gosh, life is so crazy right now. I just feel so busy. Everything feels so overwhelming. Like I'm trying my best, but I just seem to never have enough time to get to everything. I just, I can't seem to get a grip. Things are just really, really tough right now. I don't know what to do. What would your first thoughts be if I said something to you like that? Or maybe if a friend or a family member said something to you along these lines, maybe you would think, oh my gosh, they sound really swamped or, oh wow, maybe they have too much going on or they need some help. Like that's just what they need some help. Regardless of what you would think, you would essentially buy into the story that I was creating with my words and take it at face value. Okay. So how about if I said something like this? Well, we both know that life comes with ups and downs, right? I mean, those are going to happen. And I believe that those are there to teach us something, something good. And so I'm just taking things one moment at a time to the best of my ability with what I know right now. And I'm just choosing to stay focused on the things I can control instead of the things I can't. Totally different story, right? Chances are you'd hear this and maybe you'd feel inspired. Maybe you'd notice that I still have a lot going on, but you'd pick up on a different energy behind my words, an energy that's positive, confident, and secure. And regardless of what you would interpret from what I said, you would essentially still buy into the story that I created with my words. Now, there's two very, very important things going on here, and that's what I want to bring your attention to today. This is what we're going to talk about. The first is that your words, the words you speak, direct your focus, and your focus directs your energy. So number one, the words you speak dictate, literally dictate what your brain focuses on. So if you focus on all the negative, guess what your brain will focus on and find evidence of in your life? Negative things. If your focus is on the positive, guess what? Unconsciously, your brain will look for the positive. See, most people don't realize this, and we're going to talk about why in just a second. And the second thing I want to draw your attention to here is how when you speak, other people will take what you say at face value, and they will make an interpretation from it. They'll interpret based on their past beliefs, attitudes, life's experiences, and they will accept it as reality. And what's going on here is really, really important because this means that the words you say, the ones you're using to describe the world around you are literally creating the world around you by tuning your brain to focus on them 
and because other people will accept what you say as the way it is. They'll take what you say at face value and support your story. This is why very rarely will anyone call you out on a negative bias. Maybe you've got that one friend you can count on to help you see a different perspective whenever you're feeling down. And this would be a friend you definitely want to keep by your side as long as you possibly can, because most people will just accept a negative bias for what it is. And guess what? It's going to continue to play out in your life. That's what you will continue to notice because unconsciously, that's what your brain is focused on. So let me give you a really easy example to make sure this is making sense. Maybe you've heard this example before in similar contexts, and it's a great one because it's so easy to wrap your brain around. Okay, so let's say you are out to buy a new car. You know exactly what make and model you want. Let's get really specific. Let's say you want the new Toyota Highlander, the XLE model, and you want it in pearl white with alloy rims and the sunroof. I'm saying this because this is the kind of car that I drive, and so it's just top of mind. Okay, so you know exactly what you want. You've even gone to the dealership to test drive it, and it's just been on your mind. You've done your research. You are 99% sure this is the car you want to get. You just haven't signed the paperwork for it yet. So what happens next? You leave the dealership. You drive home. Maybe you get up the next day. You go to work. You go to the grocery store. And all of a sudden, you start seeing this exact car all over the road. Maybe you see them in different colors, but a lot of the ones you see are the exact same color that you want. You start noticing Highlanders everywhere and you're like, oh my gosh, I never knew so many people drove Highlanders. And in your mind, you're like, this is pretty awesome. This must be a really great car. Everyone seems to have them. They're really popular. This is the car I'm going to get. Okay, let's pause there. What just happened? This, my friend, is a perfect example of your mind attuning to the story you're creating. What your mind is really looking for here is validation validation that you're making the right decision, validation that this is, in fact, a good car to buy, validation that you're a smart person, that this is a smart decision, and that this will be a smart investment. And here's what's so cool about how our brains work. When we tune our focus to something, our mind literally looks for and attracts that thing to us. I'm not kidding you. This exact scenario happened to us just a few weeks ago when my husband, Alan, was looking to buy a new truck. And one day he sent me a text with a picture of the truck he liked. And it had those black rims like, you know, the kind that are apparently really popular right now. And I didn't know that that was the style he liked. And that really surprised me. And I questioned it. I was like, I don't know about those. Like, do you think you should get something more classic that won't go out of style? You're going to have this truck for a while. You want it to look good. I didn't say any of this to him. This is just what my mind was thinking. And if he's listening to this right now, there you go, honey. I wasn't sure if you were going to love those black rims. But the truth is that I didn't know if I was going to love you driving a truck with those black rims, babe. So that's what was really going on. And so what did my mind do? Completely unconsciously, it started looking at trucks on the road. And wouldn't you know it, guess what I started to notice? Trucks with black rims everywhere. I mean, everywhere. I couldn't go somewhere without seeing a truck with black rims. And slowly, my mind started to say, hmm, that's pretty cool. This must be a thing. This look is really popular. This must be a good look. Everyone seems to have it. This is a smart move for Alan to buy that truck. Do you see what happens? Where your thoughts go, your focus and energy flows. 
Can you think of a time in your life where maybe you've had a similar experience to this? Maybe not even with a car, maybe with a pair of shoes you really wanted or a handbag that you love, or maybe the type of phone you wanted them when you needed an upgrade, right? That new iPhone 11 just came out and now it's like everybody seems to have an iPhone 11. Like everywhere you look, someone's got, you know, the 11 with the upgrade and the new camera. Can you remember a time where you were maybe a little skeptical of something and then all of a sudden you saw it everywhere and it changed the way you thought of it? Kind of like leopard print. I mean, animal print is back, you guys. I'm skeptical, but I'm seeing it everywhere, like literally everywhere. And now I'm starting to think it's not such a bad thing. It's starting to feel comfortable. And this, my friend, is where things get really dangerous. Okay, so let's turn these analogies back on us and the words we speak. See, what we speak, what we think, we attune our focus to. And slowly, that develops a pattern of thinking. And eventually, that pattern of thinking becomes a habit. And that habit feels comfortable. But this is really dangerous. Why? Well, if you're in the habit of speaking with a negative bias, speaking words that are literally attracting the very thing into your life, then you're going to be in trouble. You might say things like, gosh, I'm just so busy all the time. I can't seem to catch a break. And everywhere you look, everything you do will feel busy. Maybe you say, oh, I'm so tired all the time. Or I just feel so overwhelmed. I just don't know if I'm making the right decisions. And guess what? You'll go through life experiencing that which you are speaking experiencing overwhelm, experiencing indecision, experiencing fear of not knowing if you're making the right decision. And it will keep you stuck. Guys, there was a time in my life where I used all kinds of terrible words. Words like busy, try, can't, overwhelmed, frustrated, stressed, afraid, stuck, all over the place, out of control, in over my head. I'm trying. I can't get it together. I never have enough time. And on and on and on. And this literally was what I attracted into my life. And by attracted, I mean it was the frequency that my brain was tuned into. So the reality that unfolded for me It's what I noticed. Your brain looks for evidence to validate anything and everything you are saying to yourself. And worse, other people will accept what you say at face value. They will support you in your struggle, in your stress, in your overwhelm, in your busyness, in your stuckness. And that's not helpful. In fact, it hurts you. I mean, it's not their fault, just like you, at least not until the time of this episode that you're listening to right now, they've probably never realized how powerful your words really are. So don't blame them. Your reality is not their responsibility. It's your responsibility to write a different story. So maybe you feel stressed, overwhelmed, stuck, busy. Maybe that's not how you want to feel. And that's the first step, identifying what you don't want so that you can shift it to what you do want. If you don't want to feel stressed or stuck, what do you want to feel? 
identify that. That is step one. And the reason this is so important is because your unconscious mind does not process negative language. Any kind of negative word like don't, won't, can't, but, all of those types of things, it's just an extra hoop for your mind to jump through. And maybe you can think back to when, you know, if you were in middle school going to a sleepover party, a slumber party at someone's house, and one of the girls was in the corner and she turns and she's changing clothes and she goes, ah, no, nobody look. Don't look. What does everybody do? They turn and they look. Because your mind can't do what you're telling it not to do until it does the thing you're telling it not to do. Then it cannot do it, right? Think of a purple elephant. Don't think of a blue tree. Like your brain has to think of a blue tree or, you know, don't think of a purple elephant. It has to think of a purple elephant before you cannot think of a purple elephant. It's this weird phenomenon, but it is so true. And it really, really, really plays a part in our life. If we're focusing on what we don't want Your mind skips right over that negative word and just focuses on the thing you don't want. And guess what you attract into your life? That thing you don't want. So you've got to shift this to what you do want. That's really, really, really important. If you ever notice yourself saying, well, I don't want or I don't think or I can't do, what can you do? What do you think? What do you want? Step two is about changing the language you use to describe your world and your situations. Even that word, situation, some might argue it's sort of negative, kind of has like this negative bias, right? It's a situation. We've got a situation. Or is it an opportunity? Is it a mistake? Or is it a learning experience? Is it an issue? Or is it an insight? You get to choose. Now, I'm going to give you three words today that I want you to take out of your vocabulary right Now, literally, as soon as you walk away from this episode, I want you to notice when you're saying these words and stop saying them. And I'm going to give you these three words to start with. But of course, my hope is that you'll start noticing all of the ways that you're describing things, all of the things that you're speaking out loud and to yourself that are creating what you don't want so that you can shift these and shift your brain's focus onto what you do want? What do you want to create? What do you want your story to be? What do you want people to support you in? How overwhelmed you feel or how confidently you take action even when you don't know all the answers? You get the picture. Okay. So here are the three words I want you to stop using right now. Like as of right now, you are going to promise me that you'll really start paying attention and notice when you say these words. Better yet, have a close friend or your significant other or your kids help you so they can catch you if you say them. You'll be teaching them an important lesson too. Okay, here we go. Word number one, busy. Done, guys. No more. You are forbidden to use this word to describe your reality anymore. Now, your brain is going to try to come up with other words, other synonyms. Remember those from third grade English class? Other words that aren't that word, but that say the same thing like too much to do, or a lot going on, or a lot on my mind, a lot on my plate. These are all versions of the same thing. So don't fall into that trap. I want you to be really aware. I don't want you to fall into that trap. I do want you to be very aware. And guys, this is the simple question you're going to ask yourself whenever you notice you said one of these words. You're not going to beat yourself up. You're not going to feel like a failure. You are going to remember this episode and you're going to remember that Courtney told you that anytime you notice this, you're simply going to ask yourself this question. If this is how I don't want to feel, how do I want to feel? 
So if busy is how you don't want to feel, how do you want to feel? And shift your focus to that. Okay, word number two, can't. This one's pretty obvious. I mean, how many things do we go around telling ourselves we can't do? I can't do that because I don't have enough time. I can't do that because I don't have the skills or I can't do that because I don't have the experience. I can't do that because it's too expensive. I can't, I can't, I can't. Okay, well, I don't care about what you can't do. What can you do? Focus on that. All right, word number three. This one's really a phrase and it needs to go right now. Ready? Not enough time. Time is not the issue, guys. Time is never the issue. We all have the same amount of time in the day from your local mailman to Beyonce. We all know this. We all make time for that which is truly important to us. So what's the problem? I don't have time is a symptom. It's a symptom that indicates you're focused on the wrong things. If you're focusing on the wrong things, of course, you're not getting the results you want. And of course, you're not going to have time. So I don't have the time isn't a valid excuse, guys. You've got to give that up. The truth is you need to redirect your focus. And it's okay. We've all been there. I have totally been there. Focused on what I don't have. Focused on the things I lack. Literally creating this scarcity reality around me. Not enough time. Not enough money. Not enough. And you want to know how I shifted this and started to find more time in my life? more money in my life, more of the things that I wanted in my life, this was one of the first steps. I shifted my focus from time that I felt I didn't have and started focusing on the time I did have and what I wanted to do with that time. Look, you don't need to get diagnosed with cancer like I did when I was 25 to wake you up to the fact that we only have so much time. What are you doing with that time? If you're doing a lot of busy work or worse, if you're creating problems that don't exist and filling up your mind with worry and never resting, then yeah, there's a good chance you're going to feel like there's not enough time. Like there's never enough time. Like if only you had more time in a day, then you could get more done or hit more of your goals or get more organized or whatever it is you tell yourself you want to do. Just start doing those things. Stop saying you can't. Stop saying you're too busy. Stop saying there's never enough time or whatever version of not enough time you default to saying. Start focusing on what you do want, on what you can do. What do you want to be spending your time on? And do it. That's the bottom line, guys. Too often we create our own problems. We create problems that don't actually exist. One of the Big, big ways we do this is through the words we literally use to describe our life, the words we think and the words we say. So start paying attention to your words. You can't expect to plant corn and get tomatoes. You can't put a seed in the ground for a corn plant and expect the plant to grow to be a tomato plant. It doesn't work like that. So you've got to start planting the right seeds. You've got to start using the right words. Your words have power. They are so powerful. They can keep you stuck or they can propel you forward. They can make you feel heavy or they can make you feel light. They can discourage you or they can encourage you. What words are you going to speak life into today? What words are you? going to speak into your life.
Okay, guys, that does it for today. And if you would like more info on the programs and the tools that I have available to you on how you can really uplevel your entire life and dive deeper with me into topics like these so that you can transform and grow, just head to CourtneyElmer.com slash uplevel for all the info there. I appreciate you guys so much. I love hearing from my listeners and what you guys have to say about the show. And as always, go forth and live your effortless life. You're the best. See you next time. Growing a business is hard work, but here at The Effortless Life, we believe it doesn't have to be. We're a company on a mission to help enhance the quality of life for busy entrepreneurs everywhere. One of our superpowers is helping entrepreneurs like you who feel overworked get the systems and support in place in your business so that you can finally start scaling your company and bring your vision to life. So if you're tired of working yourself to the max and winding up in the same place as you did last year with nothing ever really changing, then wouldn't you agree it's time to learn how to build a business you run, not one that runs you? You don't have to work as hard as you think you do in order to get the results you want. It all boils down to how clear your business plan is, how clear your strategy is to achieve it, and how clear you are on your role as the visionary leader of your company. If you aren't clear on these things, I want to help. When you head to CourtneyElmer.com slash CEO, you can find out the dates and times for my next live virtual workshop where I'm going to walk you through the structure and the systems you need to have in your business so you can get out from under all that busy work and be free to do the things that you are good at. Now, these are by invite only. So if getting out of stuck mode and gaining real traction is something you want to do this year, then make sure you're on the list at CourtneyElmer.com slash CEO. As you might have heard me mention inside this episode, if you want to join me for our next live workshop where I'm going to show you how to avoid the biggest mistakes that cause most podcasts to fail within the first 12 months and literally walk you through the exact framework that we teach our students to launch their shows in the top 100 and convert more of their listeners to clients, just go to the effortlesslife.co forward slash podcast workshop. That's the effortlesslife.co forward slash podcast workshop. <laughs>